0: Hey everyone, this is Sarah, one of your co hosts of Unapologetically She. Before we get started with this week's episode, here's a quick word from Snack Packs, host of the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network's upcoming podcast, Epi After Dark.
1: The BIPOC community, compared to their white counterparts, are at higher risk of heart disease, stroke, cancer, asthma, influenza, pneumonia, diabetes, and HIV. And within the BIPOC community, black women have the highest rates of all of those diseases. In addition, they suffer from the highest rates of premature death by murder and suicide, and have the highest infant mortality rates, many of which are even higher than developing countries, and they're more prone to die from addiction. The responsibility should not be theirs alone. Because we have failed them, it is up to us to do our part to bring about this change. We have the power to bring change not only for the BIPOC community, but for all of us, public health becomes truly equal when it becomes equitable. You might be surprised to find that when you stop speaking and start listening, the definition of ally starts to change, and you might be surprised how far that can take us. Either way, public health, not politics. Before you check out my new podcast, check out Unapologetically She, now available wherever you listen to podcasts. But also be sure to check out my new podcast, Epi After Dark, featuring me, Snackpacks Epi, premiering April 6th.
0: Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective.
2: I'm Eliane. I'm Shante.
0: I'm Sarah.
3: I'm Lauren Ashley.
0: I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically Sheep.
2: to another episode of unapologetically she with your girl shantae my ladies Elion, katie sarah and lauren ashley so this week i have the drink of the week of course and it's no other than the plain old barefoot pink moscato california deliciously sweet so <laughs> y'all know i am not into the mixing of the drinks i don't do that shit I am not creative as my fellow co-host, <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is the drink of the week. It is $10 in the store near me, $8 where you at, nine or maybe two for, for 15. You know, <laughs> it's nothing like wine will get you fucked up. And I know some people are giving it up for... um. When, <clears throat> I'm, suffering.
3: I'm suffering. I'm <laughs> suffering. Because let me tell you something. Wait, Hold up your bottle. Let me see. Hold up the bottle. Yeah, that would be... Five, six dollars here. So yeah, yeah. Oh damn! I
2: thought it was good. I got it for eight.
3: Nah, nah. (laughs) I got it for four. I got a discount.
2: (laughs) I got it for ten. Ten dollars around me. I need to start going uptown again and get my shit for eight dollars. Yeah, I get. I get them
3: for like two for ten, two for twelve. When it's not Lent, but it is Lent. When it's not
0: Lent. I know. I'm. I'm not drinking today in solidarity with Lauren Ashley. I'm just drinking coffee.
3: Thank you. No wine for me. hard out here with my sparkling water.
4: Oh my gosh! So I talk drink to every honor of Sarah and Lauren Ashley and all those others who either a aren't drinking for Lent or
2: just are choosing not to drink because they don't feel like drinking. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> I need my wine because I just need it. Because I had no sex, so the sex I've been giving it up. Lent sex for Lent for. A Sorry, what? Oh my, God. my my. Thing just is gave tight. you a look like okay. It's tight. It's tight. No, no. That's what he said. That is what he said. He said, "Girl, this shit is
4: tight." too. And I don't that.
2: need no small in it. So there we go. Oh Lord, that that is a great.
4: Welcome to the show. How is everybody? How's everybody's week been?
5: Boy,
3: it's been a week. <laughs> or,
4: oof, that is loaded. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> I've got a lot of life changes going on, so it's it's been rough, but, you know, you got to keep moving. Keep on, keep on.
4: That's it. Listen, to to all the parents of students right now, March is the absolute... Worst month of the school year, and I know the behavior is showing itself in that manner. But it's going to end soon. Spring break is on the horizon. Spring break it's is hot. on the horizon, people. Let's it's getting it.
2: hot. So you know when it get hot, kids act stupid, adults act <laughs> stupid. Everybody ass is out, half naked and shit. Especially if you live in the downstate, all you see is. Stretch marks in the ass, stretch marks, ah! in stretch marks in the. Everybody want to show their stomach because of Lizzo, and you know, but Lizzo don't even show her stomach like that. So, how stupid are you?
3: Where are we going? Where are we
0: going? <laughs> and here I was wanting to go around strutting around showing my C-section scar.
5: <laughs> if you
0: got it, flaunt not it. Really.
5: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Not really. Everybody's been in the mood this week, even. Just working at the store, people were cranky. I was like, "Y'all are in like the adult candy land over here. Like, why are y'all bitching about stuff?"
0: If they had kids with them, that's probably a good reason.
5: Mm-hmm. Because my
0: kid in the candy that's store, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy.
3: <laughs> it's a liquor store. So I mean,
0: wait, wait, Help Sarah. Me. Not even on like Ted Cruz.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Not mm-hmm. him. Yeah, I would.
0: I would. Yeah. I would let her loose on him. <laughs> Oh, actually no I wouldn't girl. I wouldn't want her anywhere
2: near oh, you
4: or that creeper Josh Wally, the oh, God. grand God. Uh, the grand
0: old pedophiles I don't know I don't you know what That's I don't goal. want my kid near anyone
2: associated with those morons He mm-hmm. look like he sniffed little girls panties like stretch oh. marks he looks for like the, the skid marks in the panties allegedly <laughs> Feel like he tastes the tasted thing in between the panties with the skid marks, the brown skin marks. And he likes to taste I can't. Way. I'm dying. Probably it's smells probably like not. it too. I, I, <laughs> I
4: <think that laughs> listeners, welcome. Welcome. Yep.
0: That's the best hey, Our listeners wanted real. They got it. They got <laughs> it, baby. <Katie. laughs> hey. Oh, Turn
5: my gosh.
4: Can can I, can I admit something to you guys though? So, um, so to the listeners, you know, my, my boyfriend, my partner is out here visiting and just like about an hour ago, I was like, okay, it's time for me to get ready. And I'm running around and I'm picking an outfit and I'm doing my hair. And he's like, isn't this a podcast? Like people don't see you, and I'm like in my head. I'm like, well, I gotta get ready because the girls are gonna see me.
5: What, what the fuck? I put on body spray every time. I'm like, my oh, apartment. Ah, I, like, I gotta make sure I awesome. girls like a girl. <laughs> so I am.
0: I am like, I I look like a freaking scrub right now. No, he does. Yesterday, <laughs> because yesterday I actually had to do my makeup because I was I did an interview with Dr. Candace. So I did my makeup and I got up like professional-ish looking and everything. Yes, yes, since I was nice. doing an interview. And so I didn't get to go makeup free yesterday like I normally do. And I always give myself one day a week without yeah. any makeup. Yeah. So it's today, That's- and you guys are stuck. That is actually that so a really good. good tip though.
4: I was gonna say I saw a video that you posted yesterday and I was like, damn, Sarah's makeup looks on point. Where the fuck is <laughs> she <goes? laughs> Sarah
2: looked like a news reporter and in- with that. Cat
4: eye, eyeliner, <laughs> listeners. It's like incomparable. Oh. I swear to God, I could maybe figure out one eye.
3: And then I'm like, you know what?
4: That's it. It's a wrap. I should just hang it up. Leave one eye done. Cause as soon as I try the other.
0: All right. So, okay. I'll give you all a helpful tip since we're on the subject. I'll give you all a helpful tip. They have cat eye stencils like on Amazon and stuff, oh where God. you just hold them up to the eye and you can draw them on and fill them in. And know, then the uh, they're like $7. Ooh. Um, but then, I mean, I don't use stencils because I've been doing it so long I've got the muscle memory. Um, but then L'Oreal, like the drugstore stuff that you know you don't have to go shop for it anywhere, but uh, like online. But the the L'Oreal uh, brand has a liquid eyeliner that has the stencil built into it, so you just slide it off the cap and put it on where
2: you want your cat eyes. That's
5: genius! Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. You not know, make fun of people that wear pharmacy makeup? Don't no. I no wear cool. pharmacy makeup. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell
3: you
0: something. You have I mean to- like mascara and stuff, not like yeah. A and stuff. yeah. You have to know
4: which products you can get from the pharmacy. I use a lot. Oh yeah,
3: my, my my lipstick is Revlon. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: my lipstick
4: is Mac. I love Mac lipstick. I I always use like Maybelline for like, I um uh, mascara and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: that I understand. And you can even get that at TJ Maxx for like three ninety nine. It's yeah, cheaper exactly. at TJ Maxx than at fucking CVS. Mm. <laughs> oh, CBS is expensive as oh, all I- hell with everything. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, no, I, I'm a Walgreens or Dwayne Reed for y'all downstate. That's
2: Dwayne <laughs> Reed. <laughs> and Dwayne Reed was even a little pricier now. Back in the day, they was cheap as shit back in the day. <laughs> yeah, they were my much-
0: coffee is steaming up my glasses. I don't like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so y'all got the real, y'all got the small talk. I got the t-shirt on, read some damn books. Yes, I got it on. Oh, yes, shout out today. to Dr. C. Yes. <laughs> Excellent, all right.
5: Let's kick it off with our Shot and Chaser this week, which is our segment of topics that we'd like to each pick. Why Elian's over there hugging a wine. That's her topic, apparently. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make everybody laugh. I'm like, look, look, at, me, look at me caressing it. Just, it's very caressing if It's very passionate with her wine. <laughs> So our shot and chasers our shots each of us pick a topic that nobody talks uh, knows about ahead of time and then our chasers is everybody's reactions and let's start off with shantae this week
2: yo y'all always put yeah. me first or second i think y'all love that shit but, <laughs> <laughs> you set us up high high goals <laughs> okay so so my my shot and chaser everybody because i am the political girl but it is about this fucking rolling back the mask mandate in every fucking state. Well, some states that never did it, but states okay. that have done it. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. don't, I don't understand. Like even at the Oscars, like they, they're not going to be wearing a masks tonight, like at the Oscars and even at the Grammys. I'm like, this is exactly why we're going to be in this shit for another year. I, I, I said it, I called it, I called it, you know. I thought the Grammys was doing remote. Huh? That's I thought the Grammys sure. was
5: doing remote. I don't pay no, attention same person in person this year, too. in
2: person. And, and the Grammys is in Las Vegas. So there you have it. It's going to be another surge. In the oh, the
3: Grammys is going to be COVID city.
2: Yeah. How
0: are you going to put national treasure, Mr. LeVar Burton, at risk like that with no oh,
4: masks no, hosting the
3: Grammys? Yeah, Do no. they at least
4: have to show like a negative COVID test or something before oh, wait, they-
3: leave? Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Sarah, LeVar Burton is hosting it? hmm now I have to watch. Yeah, now, I, know. I wasn't going to watch it, but now I, I don't care about it. the Grammys, but I care about him. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, he's, and he's nominated for a Grammy. So he's hosting and he's nominated.
3: But yeah, Cheers no, I.
4: are Burton.
0: I know.
3: The Yeah, I'm really not comfortable with any of this. I was in Target the other day. Me and my brother, we go into Target. We both got our masks on. Nobody. Nobody. Because now that there isn't a mandate anymore here in the great state of New York, Mm-hmm. people are like oh time to show my ass let me go yeah. let me go pretend like this isn't happening covid's not real
2: Listen, or I or, or i
3: think covid is over that's what the yeah, that's where they get over
2: Were i was downtown um in the downstate lauren ashley and lauren um nothing <laughs> Elian can't contest to this because she also lives in the downstate we both live in the same borough and you see people now going to the store well, they mask on some. I get COVID is over. No, the fuck is not over, son. Like, it's not over. Like, this shit is still happening. The there's thing, you still there's a new the Omicron sub variant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. But I feel you, Lauren Ashley. I feel you, son.
5: <sighs> this video, of Lauren Ashley, what is your shot this week?
3: Oh, give me one second. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so in keeping with um, my focus being like, you know, the arts and culture, my shot, and I know that, oh, I'm waiting for Elianne's,
5: Jason. No, she's here <laughs> she's here so
3: the series,
5: the series i'm here i'm like this age. like yeah,
3: yeah. no, no. <laughs> the theory the series the gilded age they just wrapped up their first season and so, you know you i wish y'all could see her she was just like yeah just reacted so like, sorry, just like the gilded age period the show's existence so for people who aren't aware it's like downton abbey except instead of lords and ladies it's just rich people in new york city like <laughs> it's like it's like the end of the 1800s thank and you for
0: not saying downtown abby
3: oh no 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 no! i'm a big downtown <laughs> fan so that would never happen <laughs> but, um no it's a really good show and the thing that i've noticed every critic says and that and that as a viewer that i've picked up on and any whichever of y'all have seen it i'd like to hear your opinions is that the, everyone has said that the best part of the show is the black people like, the lives of these Black people in New York City. I don't want to spoil it for people, but, like, it's a period drama, and so...
4: (sighs) Lauren, Ashley, I thank you so much for bringing up this topic, and, you know, it's funny, Myron, uh, to my listeners, my partner, Myron, Myron... And he's Uh, jumping in for this segment. As soon as we heard Gilded Age, we're like, oh, uh, (laughs) God! Because we love this show. And you know what, Lauren Ashley, that is one of the most interesting parts is that it is not just about the white aristocrats. You know what I mean? We really get to see into the lives of everybody else that's living in New York at the time. And, and I
3: love that, I and, love that. I Love it, and
4: I love the costumes, I'm a sucker for that show.
3: The costumes are, so, the costuming is so beautiful. Myron, and what's your favorite part of the show? You gotta tell gonna us gonna now.
6: I to say uh, Christine Bransky. Oh,
3: okay. That's <laughs> okay. See, I was gonna say, so like every critic that I've like listened to or read talking about the show, they will say that the two best things about the show, number one, the black people, and number two, Christine Bransky. that
6: woman. <laughs> But then, uh, I mean, a very close runner-up, and number well, let's just say number three is um, the wardrobe. Oh yeah, right <laughs> I've seen it them. Those yes.
4: costume designers are living their best life right
6: now. Big ups to
3: the costume designers. Yes. I, what I really want is uh, I want them to do a spinoff, just focused on like Brooklyn and black new yorkers with money and other people of color with money that's what i want to see i want to see them in their beautiful gowns
4: yeah without without ruining too much for those of you who i really hope go and watch it now um you think it's gonna be about this you know black woman who's poor and you know needs a lot of help and then you find out like nayo her fucking family is rich like
3: listen that twist that okay. and I, I don't want to spoil it for people but there is a line that she said and i was like yes girl yeah please guys That's watch what we it mean by we want representation we don't want to yes. just we don't want to see like oh and here's how the poor black people were living black then like no 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 yeah. no, no 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 no
0: yeah they filmed <laughs> okay. they filmed part of it here where i live in troy like in did historic see, downtown Troy.
3: Did you get to see the the crew, Sarah? That's awesome. I saw
0: like I saw some of them when they were downtown. I actually um I actually turned in my headshot and everything um, to be an extra, but I didn't get a call back. Mm, I two, don't know. Probably two. because the visible pe- visible tattoos and stuff, you know, kind of doesn't go. Oh, uh, hard to the time frame. I don't. Yeah. Know. Well, like with costuming, they would cover picture. all of that up, huh? with costuming, they will cover that up. So. I know, I know you would think so. I mean, I don't know, I don't know why not. I mean, it was like, it wasn't even like speaking parts. It was like background, background. So they probably don't spend a lot of time with extra makeup and all that stuff to like cover mm-hmm. people's oh tattoos. You know what scenes they must've been shooting up there are the ones with Clara Barton.
3: They were oh up- oh yeah. yes, 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 yes. I know exactly. Yes. Well, they
0: they use it um, for some like the the New York City scenes because uh-huh. we've got some we've got like the historical brownstones and stuff downtown here too. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. they shoot some of those scenes here too.
6: Uh-huh. Well, Sarah, I think you could have been in that kitchen staff. There's some great people. Oh, my dads, God. There. The
4: kitchen staff. The, yo, the servants are some of the more interesting
0: stories. Yes. They
4: really, those characters are so multidimensional. I, I see it. enough.
0: I need. I see enough kitchen at
2: home.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful. I've been, it's been on my list for track when I check out. So I was definitely
0: yeah. in the next.
5: Uh Sarah. Yeah, what's your shot this week?
0: Okay, so we're going to take a turn to the serious again. All right, so <clears throat> 11 years ago, this is in my home state of California. Everybody, you know, blue state, California. Okay, well, in this blue state in California, 11 years ago, a woman was sentenced to prison for murder for a, for a stillbirth, for miscarrying, okay? Okay. So she's already served 11 years for this. All right. So I'm just, I'm going to read parts, part of the article. I got it from Jezebel and I'll post the link in the notes, but it says the 11 year prison sentence of Adora Perez, who pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter in 2018 after initially being charged with murder due to a stillbirth was overturned Wednesday by a California court. The ruling mandates that Perez be immediate released from the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation's custody. She's still in custody, okay? So the murder charge and the criminal complaint has been reinstated. So she's gotta be tried again because she had a miscarriage from, oh, it was from drug use. I can't remember specifically the drug. Mm. Uh, I think it might've been methamphetamine. But um, because she was a drug user and she miscarried, they charged her with murder for miscarrying, okay? Um, She gave birth at 37 weeks to a stillborn. Um, She eventually pleaded to voluntary manslaughter, but there's no such thing in California state law for manslaughter of a fetus. So So there's no such thing. But <clears throat> there is penal code 187, which defines murder as the unlawful killing of a human being or a fetus with malice or aforethought, which is how they convicted Scott Peterson. So 38 states currently have these laws. And what's happened is the Kings County DA, where the court, where the cases trial is happening, they've decided to misuse this statute. And so the California Attorney General, uh, Rob Bonta, clarified that it was intended to prosecute people accused of harming pregnant people, not pregnant people themselves. So no idea what's gonna happen with the case. Um, There are currently 38 states that hold feticide laws like this and misuse those feticide laws which then leads into the whole Roe v. Wade debate because you have women who are forced into pregnancies they don't want, then if they miscarry, there's no way to prove whether they miscarried or purposefully terminated their pregnancy. So they're just gonna penalize all women who do this and like have miscarriages or stillbirths or whatever. There's 38 states that have this kind of provision in their laws, even though technically California does not, it's being misused.
6: Right, and you know, just to just um, Sarah, uh, thanks for that, and to provide some a reference point, Kings County in California is all farmland, mm-hmm. mostly is very heavily Republican, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of um, uh, seasonal migrant workers. Yep. From, from Mexico. But also a lot of Mexican Americans there, and so of course, the first person this this travesty was used against was um, was a minority. So
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess exactly.
6: There. I think that might be Nunez uh, territory.
0: Oh God, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. Yeah. I I have to look so. it up.
6: Yeah. or is next door. Sorry.
0: Yeah, but it's like, and it's like you know, it's I it. it you've got these pregnancy criminalizations that, you know, with these laws and everything, and they're fundamentally racist. Yeah. With a lot of classes, classist classist implications and everything like that. And it's like, it's black, indigenous, pregnant people of color that are going to be targeted the most from this.
4: Just just like, wow, I, 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 Ooh, Um, and what's, what's troublesome is that while it may have been, Originally meant to protect a pregnant woman from somebody else attacking her, the fact that the first time it was used
0: like that,
6: mm-hmm. it, it was yeah. for
0: somebody miscarrying.
4: Yeah.
6: We- yeah, weaponized. Yeah, weaponized. yeah, Space exactly. Weaponized. You know, and
0: it's you know, and a lot of people. I I saw a lot of people commenting. On it when I found it about how well she was a drug user and that's what happens and she should be criminalized. It's like no drug addiction right. is an addiction. It is a me- it is a medical condition. Right. You yeah, know, so really there's so many different her. issues to unpack with that story. You know, it's just it's too well, much. Yeah,
6: and we know that 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 um, even Republicans understand that it's a medical issue because we're seeing the reaction with that with the opioid crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know they know that. They're just choosing mm-hmm. to not apply that same uh, empathy and and, and uh, understanding.
0: Yeah, because it's not a white person.
6: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yep, it's not a
0: white male. Where it comes to there the drug is. use. So,
5: bingo. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you for that, Sarah. That's intense. And hopefully, we can keep an eye on that what's going on, Elian. What's yeah. your shot to take?
4: All right, so you know. You guys know how much I fucking love colonizers, right? I love them. They're my favorite. My favorite right? And so, you know, the world's favorite colonizers this past week took a little trip to Jamaica
5: to, oh, you know,
4: engage in some pretty photo ops so that the rest of the world wouldn't think that the British family, uh, royal family, sorry, are a bunch of fucking racists, which
0: oh. Mm. they clearly are um you know kate not- kate, mm. kate could not even bring herself to stand too close to the cardboard cutout about, of bob marley
4: how about what beanie man said yeah well guys i'm gonna bring it all up give me a sec give me yes, a yes go go, I
3: mean, go go Elian, go I good, go
4: i have a good topic because everybody's talking at you the do. bit but <laughs> yes so you know not only was this completely tone deaf because the fucking colonizers are going to go visit, you know, the colonized, and it's supposed to be all sweet. And they were met with widespread protests, of course. Um, you know, Beanie Man, I love that they called he called them out. That was hilarious. And uh, for the listeners, we are going to post those videos. I have those links ready to post on our social media. Um, one of the things that really stuck out to me was, uh, Kate, the Duchess Kate, um, she went and did some photo ops where she was reaching out to young Jamaican children through a fucking fence, because that looks really great. Um, And then when she got the chance to meet with Miss Olivia Grange, who is Jamaica's Minister of Culture, Gender, Entertainment, and Sport, she literally, physically recoiled from her touch when Miss Grange tried to lead her to come near the children. She reco- she she literally like winced back physically and it was caught on video. And yes, I will put it up for the listeners. And I think by the end of that meeting, I mean, by the end of that visit, even the prime minister himself, um, Andrew Holmes was fucking fed up and okay when they went to meet him, he said, okay, so you got your photo op? And then he went into talking about how <laughs> the Jamaican people are so expressive and they're proud of their history and that they intend to move forward with true independence. And he said this shit to their fucking face on camera. I
3: just, say, should. I just wanna say that for me, I mean, the schadenfreude of all of this has been delicious because all they had to do to put on a face of the Royal family being in the 21st century and inclusive and accepting and not, you know, racist, horrible colonizing monsters was to treat the black princess. I don't know, not even like a princess, just like a person. Just like a person. And they didn't do it. They did they could not do it. And so that this is happening to William and Kate. I'm like, I'm like, I hope it's not lost on them that if they had treated if they had treated the Duchess of Sussex the way that she deserved to be treated, Mm -hmm. there's a chance because like jamaica being like we going independent like that's a long time coming, yeah. but there's a chance that because i know and i was talking to a friend recently whose family is caribbean and she was talking about how like women in the co- black women in the commonwealth from commonwealth countries were so happy like so happy about harry and megan and like this is we like black women in america we certainly took that as a personal attack the way that they treated her and so did they
2: y'all get what you deserve mm. Mm-hmm. exactly and and to mm-hmm. point it out whoopi and sunny addressed that on the view and they was like you know you are I'm up on them you. always <laughs> <laughs> no yes and they deserve to get their reparations like they deserve to get their reparations and harriet when i say harriet what i'm talking about oh sorry god <laughs> liquor that's um, off. <laughs> but um <laughs> Prince and, Prince, what's his name? Prince Williams, and because mm-hmm. I don't fucking like them, and um, Charles again, son. what they deserve, and so is Charles crow looking that's at? That's
3: Charles's son. That's not Diana's son. That's Charles' son. Charles, yeah,
2: Daddy, he's all
3: Charles there.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
3: just mm-hmm. the
0: away. I mean,
2: I that's just, you know, and
0: see, like with the royal family, you're not allowed to touch them anyway, right? So it's, it's, it's like, bubble. but one, but when It's just it's protocol. It's royal protocol. You don't touch a royal, you know, not to shake hands or anything, but um there is a marked difference. I mean, if you've got a world leader or a country's leader that's going through to shake your hand or whatever, there's a way to be fucking respectful about it. Yeah, You don't w- recoil. She
4: yes. recoiled. I think Chris Boozy actually tweeted about it and he was like, that recoil was muscle memory.
3: Yep. I just wanted yeah, to point out. absolutely. I just wanted to point out, um, cause Sarah, what you said about like the Royals not touching people, well, let's also go back to a little bit before I was born, when Princess Diana entered the royal uh-huh. family. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what did Princess Diana do? Touched she hugging, hugging and kissing everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all had a blueprint for how to modernize yourselves, and you refused oh, yeah. to do it. Exactly. You refused to do it. And Kate is like the antithesis of Diana. Like, ugh. And then, yeah. you know,
2: <sighs> it, it, to add this, they got really mad when she came up here to Harlem, to the um hollow hospital
3: that's and exactly what was, i was thinking shantae yeah. yep yes
2: Go and ahead. she was yes. in the aids yep and she mm-hmm. was in the um in the aids section where the kids had aids like that mm-hmm. nikki part and not like the crown no she went into the nikki part and held the baby mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. yep what about you
5: katie oh. Mine this week, um, I, I went a little nerdy, too. <laughs> I'm a nerd side <laughs> to myself. Um, stay, two parts. first. Mostly it's about Stacey Abrams for two parts of her. For one, I just finished one of her books, which is um, absolutely phenomenal, While Justice Sleeps. It actually has to deal with a uh, Supreme Court justice that mysteriously gets ill and ends up in the hospital and has given control to his um, mm. one clerks. It's very oh. it's a phenomenal book. And with a very corrupt president, like it's uh, this was, I think it was released two years ago, so it was obviously released during hmm, certain presidencies, like <laughs> I <Laco laughs> mentioned. But it kind of reminded us, like with all this stuff with um, all the Supreme Court stuff going on, and hmm, some Thomas getting out there being sick, kind of reminded me of that book, which is phenomenal. I highly recommend, like I said, it's while well, justice sleeps. But also wanted to talk about she was on Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Made a cameo appearance, yeah, she of, uh, was the United Earth president, and it was phenomenal. She, I mean, she, they the costume I did for her, she looked absolutely stunning in it, and she's always fully admitted that she's a big Star Trek fan. I also. love
3: that. I love that so much. Of
0: course, all yeah. the white men were throwing fits on. Didn't Twitter. Ted Cruz, didn't Ted
3: Cruz yeah. have a fit? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Ted yeah. Cruz like? Specific. I'm like he's an <laughs> elitist. <the> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: Well, mm-hmm. well, you know what they um that that star trek bro group they've had problems with star trek discovery anyway because of mm-hmm. Captain burnham
5: yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And,
6: uh, and michelle Yeo in the, in season uh season one a little bit in season two and is very heavily woman driven mm-hmm. it's phenomenal she's blazing paths and you know it's a great iteration of star trek right? it's a great iteration and kate katie to your point um Stacey Abrams looked goddamn presidential. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know what? And, and let me tell you something. Um, you know, that the, there, I read a paper once, and I can't, I can't remember who wrote it, but it was about the uh, prevalence of black president, black male presidents in movies and TV in the '90s into the 2000s, and yep. on Samuel L. Jackson, and how. It mm-hmm. really did soften and pave the way for for President Obama and in, in the American psyche to accept a yeah. black man as president. I've read
3: the same older. thing, Myron. Yeah, I was I just thinking about, that. about yeah. that. I was yeah. just and thinking so about Casey exactly
6: Abrams in that in that role mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. other black women in that role in pop culture. Mm-hmm. It is important. It is.
5: I hope see more. Yeah.
6: I really do because art so, shapes
5: life. It does. Absolutely. Does. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Yeah, that was it Myron, do you have a shot for us this week
6: <laughs> uh you know I, I've been asking uh Miss Elian here like well, what do I say like what is this shot and chaser kind of thing and she was like just stand there you know and I would <laughs> so stand there good. and look pretty <laughs> you' <Yeah. laughs> got lovely voice of yours <laughs> uh, so, so I, I I will volunteer that my shot is um, is the NCAA, Basketball tournament, the men, the men's and the women's side, and in particularly, I want to focus on the women's side because Ellie and I were having this this uh, conversation earlier. That uh, whereas U.S. men uh, viewers, you know, they pump these billions of dollars into March Madness, the men's side, mm-hmm. and you know they love the NBA, and they will even watch and accept European basketball players because even though the style of basketball is different, they still recognize it as basketball. Yeah. But when it comes to the women's side of it, and yeah. this, you know, they, oh, it's not the same. You know, they don't dunk, they don't do this. Uh-huh. They carry that forward to the WNBA and say, oh, they don't watch that. And we're going to make the link all the way to, so the WNBA players don't make as, as much money. So then my shot is, Brittany Griner is in prison in Russia. And she, she is a champion in Russia. They, her team has won the title The the won the title there. But the reason she plays there mm. is because they don't make money in the U.S. Mm. Mm-hmm. She'll be making. Oh. I was waiting for it. I was Wait. waiting
0: for it. She's playing Wait.
6: in Russia, She is a prisoner of war. She's yep. a prisoner of war right now. And, and and Russian, the Russian media, the Russian military, all the way up to Putin, they know her because she is a, a, a Russian player for the last three years, and they won a championship. They have deliberately targeted her, mm-hmm. and there she is. And you know what? They're on the women's side of March Madness, they mentioned her on the men's side. Nothing. No
2: word. What gets me tight is, is the simple fact is the WNBA knew she was a prisoner of war in Russia, and nobody motherfucking say anything. That's so they are not gonna blame the motherfucking president. And That's I'm like, you can't blame mm-hmm. the motherfucking president and the motherfucking no. state um department if. The WNBA didn't say nothing. They they knew. They knew. Yeah. And they knew they need to up their pay because behind this shit, they're going to have to up their pay to these women. They to. They're mm-hmm. going to make sure because mm-hmm. they're going to be on notice. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. And you, can't, you can't lose sight of the fact that A, she's a black woman and, and B, she's part of the queer community. Yep. You know what they have the the u.s media u.s sports they have abandoned, abandoned her now her. i know the yep. state state department is doing some things you know that's, that's out of the limelight and everything but if that was sue bird i'd be on the news mm. 24 right, 7 and rightly rightly should be mm-hmm. so anyway yeah, that, that's my shot britney Griner. yes <laughs> i agree and
5: even just with just women sports in general like one of my co-workers him and i are huge basketball fans you know i live in kentucky uk which <laughs> they lost <laughs> 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 i'm gonna get shot this week this if is, we're this is <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't see me it's because i got killed in lexington 80, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um we printed out the brackets exact same website the men's is all pretty you can read it clearly it has all these extra advertisements on it you print out the women's and we could hardly even read the names of the schools and it's the exact same website
4: and not for nothing I was even saying we were watching the games both games were on in silence because I we were doing other things so the games were just on silently in the background and I'm like hold up I was watching the entire women's game, and they were making like every shot they were blocking every shot they were running it. it was like yeah. beautiful to watch and then i'm like watching the men and they're all clumsy running around trying to shoot three-pointers and they can't shoot to fucking save their goddamn lives and i'm no. like why men- are they for money into that <laughs>
5: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? can't even watch them on regular tv and, uh, yeah more like cute.
0: accidental harlem globe trotters than basketball players <laughs> that's what they look like yesterday. and i say accidental harlem Globetrotters yeah. trotters because we know the harlem Globetrotters are you know real
5: deal yeah. and this and
0: the goofing is scripted
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this was such thank a you good for movie. that <laughs> this week yeah good okay. shot and chaser now that, you get, you're a voluntarily, what is it, uh, honorary co host?
3: Yes. <laughs>
5: there we go. So
2: when you, you guest host, special guest host, to you, you know, when Thank she gets you. a taste of that LA life and you get into that <laughs> New York life, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take her to all the other boroughs, Elyon.
4: I know, I know. Well, you know, the next visit he'll have a little more time. I'll be so here for a week. He'll be yeah. here a little longer. Hey, Richard, so, okay. Shante, we'll get together the next time, okay? Yes,
2: indeed. Yeah.
6: So thanks. So thanks for having me. I love. I love the show. I love the format. I love the sections. You ladies are beautiful. Your voices are needed and wonderful. And. Um, um I am a uh a a Patreon, but I think I gotta up that now. You that gotta I've, up now it that I've seen yeah, it let's I, get to the VIP level. Oh
2: about
6: your that, show. Love. Get the
0: get the post-production bullshitting. There. Do. <laughs> <laughs> you want
2: to oh
5: give God. a quick shout about your show because it's coming up this yes, so, yeah. Yeah, so, mean, out.
6: The practice runs of my show. Uh my friend Jennifer and I voice memo. It's called, and it's just two friends who riff on everything, and we we gleefully and proudly do not go deep because we are shallow. <laughs> <laughs> we stay shallow. So our, our world premiere uh, is um, April. April. April, April 1st, not April Fools, but April 1st. Well, we are coming. <laughs> yeah, so
5: thank you. Well, thank you.
6: We look forward to that. <laughs> for success. And and, and I want to tell you before I go that I've been watching or listening to your show to figure out how we do ours. And I've been learning from what you guys have been doing. So thank you for being the trailblazers. Oh,
4: thank you. And, thank you. And you know, I'm going to go retreat to the bedroom to watch. <laughs> Uh, March Madness. No basketball,
6: man. St. <laughs> <For Saint> Peter's. St. <laughs> Peter's, right? I'm right rooting there. for them
5: right here. here. Yeah. <laughs> Might not live, but I will. Call you in. I'll send it over to Sarah for our read receipts this week. What you got, girl?
0: Okay, so we are obviously making this episode very heavy on information regarding Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson. So I've got my stack of articles that I printed out and screenshots um, because we have a few GOP senators who have previously voted for her more than once in some cases who are now saying they're not going to vote for her for the Supreme Court. (laughs) So here's the list of all the Republican senators, current and former, who previously voted for Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson. <laughs> Listeners, Sarah's getting really serious right now. I don't I, <laughs> I wish you could see her face. She's like, okay, doing okay. this.
3: <laughs> it's like it's
0: like that gif of the woman just grabbing, grabbing her fingers, like, breathe in, breathe out.
3: Awesome. Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. we have. Chuck Grassley, Mitch McConnell, Richard Shelby, Jim Einhoff, Susan Collins, Mike Crapo, Crapo, I don't know how to say his name, the last second one sounds oh, works. better, jo- John Cornyn, Lisa Murkowski, Lindsey Graham, both Lisa and Lindsey, twice. Richard Byrd, John Thune, John Barrasso, Roger Wicker, Jim Risch, Roy Blunt, Jerry Moran, Rob Portman, John Boozman, Pat Toomey, John Haven, Marco Rubio, Ron Johnson, Rand Paul, Mike Lee, Tim Scott, Ted Cruz, Deb Fischer. These are the people that voted for her that are in the Senate now and were in the Senate before.
2: Benjamin's in, 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 that, in,
0: that, in that thing, too? Did you say Lindsay's name? Because I don't... Yes, I did. Okay, she I'm just making voted for so. her twice, I think. Yes, yep. yes. Yep, I just Su- wanted to make Susan, sure. Susan Collins, Lisa McCaskey, and Lindsey Graham all voted for her twice.
3: That's what I thought. They, they, I thought. they
0: voted for her just last year. What for about her, Benjamin? For her, her current birded. seat.
3: Birded.
0: I'm sorry, what did you say, Shante? Is Benjamin in there, too? Benjamin. Seth. No. Oh. No sass. So the three GOP senators who previously voted for her in Lindsay's and uh, Lisa's case twice are now saying that they won't vote for her or just because they voted for her before doesn't mean they're going to vote for her again. We know Lindsay Graham is a little shit and was cursing and swearing at Judge Jackson during her confirmation hearings in the Judiciary Committee. So he's an absolute no, which is hypocritical as fuck because he voted twice for her already. In fact, last year when she was in Senate hearings for confirmation, he didn't even bother to show up. He was that, he was that okay with her being on the DC circuit court. He didn't even show up to the hearings.
5: He just wants a performance this week. He wants commercials.
0: Yep. As a, and you've, you've got Paul Ryan. He spoke on her behalf in the hearings prior. He still supports her now.
3: You but is he currently seated?
0: He's not currently seated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think but that's I,
3: important. Even though he yeah. is her brother-in-law, I think
0: that... I was actually going to get to that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yes, Paul Ryan is no longer active, but he's still kind of a prominent person in the party.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And... They do have the family connection that Jackson's husband, his twin brother, is married to Paul Ryan's okay. sister-in-law. Okay, so do, okay. okay. Right. So they're related by marriage. But he, Paul Ryan says, he said before, during one of her previous confirmations, our politics may differ, but my praise for Ketanji's intellect for her character and for her integrity is unequivocal. And then he made similar comments when President Obama nominated her to serve as a district judge in 2012, where he said, I know she is clearly qualified, but it bears repeating just how qualified she is. So, And she's only gained more experience since then. Like I said, he supports her now, but you've got people sitting in the Senate, these three Republican senators, that voted for her before and will not vote for her now. And one that really, really annoyed the shit out of me, I can't remember if it was Collins or Murkowski. Um,
3: They're the same person to me. Yeah, okay, so
0: Murkowski said on her Senate webpage, I've been clear that previously voting to confirm an individual to a lower court does not signal how I will vote for a Supreme Court justice, Um, blah, blah, blah. Being confirmed to the Supreme Court, the nation's highest tribunal and a lifetime appointment is an incredibly high bar achieved. Well, excuse me, Ms. Murkowski, but what, what the fuck did you think was gonna happen after she was appointed to the DC Circuit Court? Yeah. In Merrick Garland's former seat.
3: Well, you know, she's OK with Negroes being, you know, we, we can we can be on a federal bench, but she doesn't want us to rise too high. We got to remember our place, right? Oh, I my mean, God, that part. to remember our place and we should be grateful that, you know. There's a black man on the Supreme Court of the United States of America who does not mm-hmm. represent black people in any way, shape, or form. We should be thrilled to have him there. Mm. How dare we want someone who actually gives a damn?
2: Oh, and let yes. me chime in on I'm that. holding that in. They're okay <laughs> with you know her being on the lower court, as they say, but they don't want the black woman with the dreadlocks that is for us by us. If you know the clothing line, because you used to wear because I used to have the shoes and the jeans, <laughs> you know. She is for us, Bias, because Mm -hmm. she was also a public defender, and she had more experience than the ones that were sitting, that are now sitting on the court, including the one that's not for us, Bias. I'm talking to you, Mr. Geechee Man, Mr. Sharecroppers in the family, Clarence Thomas. Yes, I'm talking to you. You don't belong to us. You're not for us, you're not Bias, and you're not FUBU, and you never will be. And trust me, I won't be surprised if you have to resign, because your wife, done fucked you up. That's what happens when you <clears throat> marry people that don't belong to you, that are colonizers, that betrayed us.
4: Yeah. I mean, Lauren, Ashley, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth, because what I was thinking was the the internal racism and misogynoir that they were like, you know what? It's cool. She's super qualified. But I could never actually fathom the audacity of her trying to be on the higher court yeah. so now that she's trying to be on the supreme court the top court of the land now i got a problem with her
3: you know what reminds me of Elian? Yep. it reminds me of the exact same it reminds me of the people who this open who this open seat who were saying that the vice president should take that hey. oh, mm-hmm. oh because we can see her there but we don't ever want her in the presidency you so let's just get rid her of her back. now let's just
0: get rid of her now
3: mm-hmm
5: yep or
0: when they, or when they wanted her to resign
2: and become the attorney general they instead of the up. vice president, mm-hmm. and now, and now was step down and become the the supreme. And Lauren Ashley, I got receipts on that because I got Miles Taylor and who else, and 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 Bill Crystal. I still mm-hmm. got those screenshots.
3: Mm. <laughs> we see you. We see y'all. We see mm-hmm. y'all. They don't think that we see them, but we do. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Word. Wow. And of course, I'll I'll have everything up on our on our social media with the links and graphics
2: let's not forget that lisa Makowski voted for amy coney barrett Mm. miss radio 5 no wrinkles in the clothes amy coney barrett okay the one that don't know her five individual uh, freedoms from the first amendment amy coney barrett the one that has two years trotting cases amy coney barrett yes her and can we just
4: come back to the fact that Judge Brown Jackson is literally the most qualified of anybody that's even currently sitting on the fucking court right now?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: At, at, I didn't forget that part.
0: All sides. Yep. She has more, she has more time on the bench as a judge than any of them that had when they were appointed.
2: Even the one that she clerked for. Yep. Mm. Look at who that, she is know. going to replace. The old
3: adage is that black people will have to work twice as hard for half as much, and ain't that the damn truth And still be treated like trash, and be eminently qualified for something, and still be told, "Well, this is affirmative action." You know what?
2: Fuck off.
3: Mm. <laughs> that's
2: my. That's my. Just fuck <laughs> off, Sarah. You had those receipts, boo. She did. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And
0: uh we will get over to Miss Elian for Misinformation War Room because I know she's this, like she's got something so good.
5: She's ready to go. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm ready to go. And you
4: know, it's kind of a really good segue because uh the the focus of Misinformation War Room this week is the lies that the GOP has been telling about Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, and I'm going to one by one, do my very best to dispel these misinformations and just outright lies that they have been telling about her record, her sentencing record, um, to be more specific. And you know, just just a warning: I'm not a legal scholar, Lauren Ashley. If you need to jump in and correct me at any point, <laughs> you can <think> so okay. <laughs> um, And I will be posting my sources and the, you know, all the receipts, quote unquote, for this segment. I I use pbs.org. I also use abcnews, cnn.com, factcheck.org, themarshallproject.org, and I will post all of these sources. So misinformation, topic number one that I'd like to tackle, is that um, in Guantanamo Bay, the recidivism rate is 31%. And Lindsey Graham likened this to uh, Judge Jackson uh, criticizing her for having defended four detainees. um, And then he called her soft on terrorism and used the recidivism rate of 31% to prove that. Um, But the truth is the recidivism rate at Guantanamo Bay is actually 17% and was as low as 5% during the Obama administration. And in fact, most detainees released that have since re-engaged in terrorism were released by George W. Bush. And Mm. Judge Jackson had absolutely nothing to fucking do with that. Misinformation topic number two. Uh, Judge Jackson called George W. Bush and and then Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld um, war criminals in a legal brief. And that is actually not true. So in 2005, as a public defender, Judge Jackson signed a petition on behalf of one of the detainees from Guantanamo Bay that she represented um, that he that was So she signed um, a petition saying that he was being held under conditions that violated his rights, i.e. torture, okay? Um, And she stated that his prolonged torture detainment without due process constitutes a war crime in violation of the law of nations under the alien tort statute. She never named George W. Bush. She never named Donald Rumsfeld. That to me sounds like a case of guilty fucking conscience. It sounds to me like she just cited a law. Yeah, she was citing a law. Okay, and that's just absurd and and they lied about it. They tried to misrepresent this in the hearings. Um, So I I felt it was important to call it out. Another piece of misinformation from these hearings, uh, Lindsey Graham said that the five former prisoners from Guantanamo Bay, um, that five former prisoners from Guantanamo Bay are now leaders in the Taliban. And he was kind of blaming Judge Jackson for the system of releasing prisoners. And the truth is that those five particular prisoners that he was citing were uh, released in an exchange for the release of a captive army soldier, Bo Bertigal. And it was an agreement made
0: with, um, by the President Obama White House. Yes, Sarah. Okay, I wanted, I wanted you to finish that section because this gets me. Lindsey Graham is former Jack Corps. He's mm. former judge advocate general for the Air Force. I never knew that. So the fact that he is sitting there trying to put something like this on Judge Brown, judge Brown Jackson is ridiculous because he, above all people should know with detainees in Guantanamo Bay that they still get a defense. Exactly.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And it is no not
0: her problem. action specifically. It's that of whoever's re- presiding over the court-martial.
4: Right. Oh,
3: the thing and is, then, of course he knows, of course he knows. Of
4: course he knows that. And then to top it all off, the five people that he was talking about, it happened when she was not defending anybody. Right. It, nothing to yeah. do with her. This was an agreement that was made in 2005. And she had nothing to do with it. Okay. And it was really just a negotiation because they had a captive army soldier and the Obama White House wanted to get him released. And so that's where that came from. All right. So they are like, Lindsay. they
0: completely like just twisted it and like, yes, created and something new. On her
4: and it had nothing to fucking do with her. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lindsay. All right. Um, next point of misinformation from these hearings. I mean, it was some, it was a fucking sum to see, let me tell you. Um, Senators Cruz and Blackburn both claim that Judge Jackson stated in a law school speech that critical race theory must be considered by judges when sentencing criminal defendants. Now, let me preface this, listener, listeners, by saying, so the fuck what, even if they did consult critical race theory? That's that's number one. Who gives a fuck? They should. That's number one. But But two, the truth is, that she never actually called for CRT to be incorporated in federal sentencing. And the speech that Cruz was referring to um, was when she was encouraging students to study federal sentencing uh, policy by implementing, uh, sorry, implicating many different topics. And I'm gonna read you the exact quote from that speech that he was trying to skew. She said, quote, Sentencing is just plain interesting on an intellectual level, in part because it melds together myriad types of law. Criminal law, of course, but also administrative law, constitutional law, critical race theory, negotiations, and to some extent, even contracts. And if that's not enough to prove to them that sentencing is a subject worth studying, I point out that sentencing policy implicates and intersects with various other intellectual disciplines as well as including philosophy, psychology, history, statistics, economics, and policy. What she was telling students in law school is, fucking consider everything when you're fucking sentencing somebody, okay? As a judge should. Should, right? Mm -hmm. Next little bit of misinformation. Uh, Senator Blackburn, again, what a treat. What a fucking treat that woman is, okay?
5: Somebody take her to (laughs) the salon.
4: That Judge Jackson advocated that every criminal and defendant should be released at the start of the COVID uh, pandemic. The truth was she wrote that health dangers could, could reasonably suggest that defendants in DC correctional facilities be released. However, uh, she herself denied uh, home detention requests from a prisoner Um, you know, citing COVID health concerns because he was a danger to society. So even though she said, like, yeah, we could reasonably uh, you know, take that into account, she still denied a dude who should not have been out. Okay. And she was like, now you're gonna keep your motherfucking ass in prison. Okay. So there goes that. Um, next topic. Holly, Senator Hawley, another treat in the Senate, good God, <laughs> they know how to pick them, those GOP voters, okay? Mm. Um, he stated that Judge Jackson has a long record of letting child pornography offenders off the hook. And this really fucking got my goat because in truth, her sentences for child porn are pretty mainstream. Her sentences aren't any lower than other federal judges. In fact, Holly. Voted to confirm three judges who also uh, sentenced defendants to sentences lower than the guidelines, which he is accusing Judge Jackson of doing. Um, also, federal judges nationwide typically sentence defendants to lower than the guidelines in two out of three cases. Okay. And prosecutors often request it. In fact, Trump-appointed judges have sentenced below the guidelines for child porn in many, many, many more cases than the seven that were Hmm. being cited Um, that Judge Jackson was being criticized for. Um, A group of retired federal judges, including two Republican appointees, came out to defend Judge Jackson's child porn sentencing as entirely consistent with other federal judges in the country. And they even put that in writing and sent a letter to the Judiciary Committee saying, quote, her record is entirely consistent with the nationwide patterns described by the U.S. Sentencing Commission. Which uh, she also worked on. Yes. And what the DOJ prosecutors or U.S. court probation departments have recommended. So shut the fuck up on that one. Um, And the last one that I'd like to end with, okay, is the idea that Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson is soft on crime. Truth, members of the American Bar Association gave Judge Jackson its highest professional rating and states that there is no evidence at all to suggest that she is soft on crime. They reject any accusations of bias. In fact, 250 judges and lawyers reported that she had, quote, integrity, even-handed nature, and exceptional competence. Her record was compared to other judges and it did not appear that she favored defendants at all. She was endorsed by fellow Supreme Court clerks, by retired George Bush, Republican appointed judges, by the Fraternal Order of Police and the International Association of Chiefs of Police and many, many other conservative and police group members. And as a matter of fact, her uncles were officers and her brother was as well. And he served our country in Afghanistan. So y'all can all shut the fuck up about that. Exactly, I what I heart. got from the misinformation war room today. What do you ladies
2: think? Oh, oh my God. Oh, I watched the <laughs> whole <my laughs> motherfucking hearing while working from home. And I can tell you, because I watched it on C-SPAN, because, you know, C-SPAN don't give no breaks. Joshua David Hawley, Raphael, because his name is nowhere near. Ted is nowhere near, near, name. Raphael Edward Cruz, Marsha Miss Home Economic Blackburn, Benjamin Eric Sass, let's see, Lindsay Olin Graham, i want to say how my mom is from the country, Lindsay Olin Graham, how dare y'all, and Charles Grassley, (laughs) Mm. nasty, disgusting, mothball ass, how dare y'all spread that misinformation? How dare y'all? And the crazy part was, what I love, is some people were like, I'm annoyed, how Dick Durbin did not sweat and read all the misinformation as they kept interjecting. Absolutely. I was I just, like, you go, Dick, yes.
3: I just wanted to say, Elian, my little cousin who is on and off interested in law. I don't know. If she She's wanted to go to law school, but I don't know. And if you're listening, hey, Shalimar, But she texted me <laughs> the other day and was like, can you tell me your opinion on Judge Brown Jackson? And I haven't gotten back to her yet because adulting is a lot but I'm gonna tell her yeah. when our episode drops and be like, sweetie, just go listen to this. Just go listen to this. You're gonna get what you need from ann Like, go listen to this. <laughs> very much Thank so. Thank you.
4: And hello, Shalimar, how are you? <laughs> ah, see, now she has to
3: listen to it. I'm gonna tell her to her a yes. shout out.
4: <laughs> I mean, I just can't, you know, the fact that I, you know, this week, these hearings, I saw two very different things. You know, th- th- these were my takeaways, that A, this really meant so much, not just to black Americans, to all Americans from minority groups, from, from um, uh, groups of people of color, black women, children. You should have seen, I, I I played I watched some of the hearings with my students and you should have seen the way they were just in awe of her, okay? Like that, and yeah. as much, dirt as these Republicans were trying to throw on her and her record. They did not steal the joy from those little children. And I want to thank, you know, Senator Cory Booker for reminding us all not to let this garbage ass fucking party steal our joy because A, they were fucking lying about her. Mm -hmm. And B, they cannot change the fact that this means so much to so many of us.
2: It's just crazy how home economics, Marsha Blackburn sits on that Judiciary. You went to school for being a domestic housewife, the and fuck apparently it's not working out
0: for her because her mess is all over the camera for the world to see. <laughs>
3: <laughs> her, horse nest.
0: her mess. Girl, you took home economics and you can't brush your damn hair.
5: <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> like you just got railed behind the Arby's. <laughs> <laughs>
4: She got
2: railed by my party. Katie, that's how you really feel. He used VO5. Out of my chest. (laughs) He used VO5. That was the problem. Oh my gosh. Because VO5 is a dollar, right? Yeah, pretty much five
3: or something. Yeah, you get at the dollar at the Dollar General. (laughs) She she
0: she uses Vo five once a month. The rest of the time is just a whole bunch of hairspray and dry shampoo. Stop it! And dry
5: shampoo, I think her hair stinks. Yeah. It's like I don't care what's going on up there. Has anybody
0: ever considered like I don't know, maybe innocently just coming up behind her and like lighting their cigarette behind her? <laughs> oh lord, that would start a forest fire. Remember, Smokey told us not
4: to start forest fire. <laughs> <That's terrible. laughs> burn all of of dc down just for one little glint of fire touching that woman's hair well i mean if she
2: didn't use a whole case of aquanet (laughs) that's what makes me mad with like don't be disrespectful coming to the senate hearing looking like that that's like with amy coney Barrett. people like you're sitting there judging a woman by they looks no if you're sitting on my highest court you got to look prim and proper. You see how Judge Brown came in with her dreads and with her suit looking, you know, fancy. Her children look <clears throat> adorable. Her husband looked handsome. They all sitting in there. And Judge uh, Barrett came in there. Well, now she's Justice Barrett. When then Judge oh. Barrett came in there, you know, just <laughs> Justice Split Ends, I'm so fucking dead. Oh, my God. So our
4: producer listeners just chimed in and he was like, you know, Justice Split Ends. And, and <laughs> thank you, sir, for that one. Well, you know, I hope the listeners know that we don't, you know, we don't love to just like comment on people's looks, but no, we need to remember what Shantae just brought up right now, and that's a really important point is that God forbid any black woman or black man walked into a job interview looking like that, he mm-hmm. would get crucified for it, and so when mm-hmm. this fucking racist lady putting all this, all these lies on this accomplished Black woman that we're allowed to fucking say that her hair looks like straw.
3: And yeah. I would also note, like, because I've, and thank you for, I don't remember who mentioned a thing about the people, oh, let's not talk about the way that these women looked at Look, when a person is a regular person who is behaving like a human being, no, you should not be commenting on their appearance. That makes mm-hmm. you trash. Yeah. But when a person is a festering puss ball from the inside out mm. i'm sorry
5: mm.
0: oh, she's anything my, anything I will, anything,
3: let, anything else. anything else. Like i, else. Will, I, in, I will i will let, i will i will let you in
0: on one of my favorite insults which she most definitely is <clears throat> she's a syphilis infested bloody cum bubble is
3: what
4: oh. she is oh. Oh my the, okay. Okay, the visual the visual the visualization that i just went through in my mind with that
5: you can drink elliane you need to get that out <laughs> is, sitting,
0: is sitting on the judiciary committee
2: yeah, with yeah. a home she is the degree. personification of that
5: yeah
2: it's Ooh, festering mm. Mm. a home fucking economics degree bitch how dare you how so, dare you sit on the Senate Judiciary Committee and you have a home get that seat. That's economics what know. degree. Uh-huh. Everybody else got like, Watch you know, political White science, Network. business administration, you know, law. They all, some of them went to law school. You know, some of them got a medical degree and you home economics, you illiterate ass woman. You illiterate ass Senator. How dare you? I didn't like Bob Cooker. But damn it, you are like a third grade version of him. You can't, oh even, you can't even say important, <laughs> right? Excuse me,
0: excuse me. My daughter's in second grade, so I take offense <laughs> that she's even
2: half as smart as my second grader. <laughs> Your daughter even know how to say important. She can't say, she said imparted. Like my mom is from the South and My mom don't say important, right? She said important. Mm-hmm. And my mom's from South Carolina, rural South Carolina. And my mom know how to say important. And my grandparents have elementary school education. That's a highest education. That's a fucking insult. You've got that a home economics it. degree.
5: Mm-hmm. Sitting in our Senate.
2: So, so speaking, <laughs> speaking
0: of Blackburn and all these other people, Lauren, Ashley, what do you have for us for uh, for the uh, bitch ass and baddest of the week?
3: Oh, well, thank you so for that.
0: Yes, I thank love you so this so much part. for that. My favorite.
3: So. <laughs> For those who aren't aware, every week we, put, we throw two polls out into, the, into social media, into the Twitterverse, one for the bitch-ass of the week and one for the badass of the week. And you all vote from the nominees we give you and decide. And for our nominees for bitch-ass of the week, because Elian did such a good job, I don't even need to break down why they're on the list. <laughs> um, so here are the nominees. Marsha Blackburn. Ted Cruz, know. Josh Hawley, and Lindsey Graham. <laughs> and the winner <laughs> edging can out I the rest. I just say
4: what a hard list to choose from? I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I we know.
3: i sorry. I know. Well, it's a hard list to choose from, but the winner edging out with 35% of the vote is Senator Lindsey Graham. Much to deserved. Much to deserved. Deserved. ladies.
0: Herp, Mm, mm, mm. Ted Cruz came in a close second though and I'm convinced that's because of his stupid are babies racist question. you know what Ted Cruz
3: came in second because no one who has ever met Ted Cruz in his entire life including the woman who gave birth to him I'm sure has ever actually liked him
5: (laughs) (laughs) we don't
4: even like him enough to vote him as the worst of anything (laughs) (laughs) that's how
0: much we hate him
3: (laughs) you guys (laughs) do y'all remember his roommate from like Usually, I don't know if it's undergrad or law school or what. Did he go to law school? I don't know. Yeah, I, I Harvard. So Harvard. He, yeah, but not, his, not only but did his... he
4: go to law school, but uh little tidbit—he was at Harvard. He was classmates with Harvard. Judge katanji Brown Jackson. Oh, okay. Look at that. Classmates in law school, baby. He yeah, met Look at that.
3: Look at the way things just. like mm. mm-hmm. But I was just saying, like I remember his 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 one of his old roommates from like back when he was in school wrote an article about what a horrible person he was like just felt compelled yeah. to like hey I used to live with this guy he sucks <laughs>
0: yeah he would tweet about it too yeah oh my mm-hmm. God. It I think he's like a screenwriter or something like that in Hollywood no the guy but, um, that was his roommate
3: to get back to our winner Lindsey Graham I just wanted to read one quote um from these hearings because I think this is this. I think this epitomizes why he's there this this is what Lindsey Graham said to all my demo- to my democratic colleagues, if you're a person of color, a woman, supported by liberals, it's pretty easy sailing. But if you're Miguel Estrada, Janice Rogers Brown, Amy Conan Barrett, on and on, your life gets turned upside down. I That's why f- Lindsey Graham is at the bitch ass of the week. Fair I fair. wanna yeah. fucking
4: punch him. You don't know what- you? I can't. Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like that other bitch ass from last week, Jane Campion, telling the, mm-hmm. the Williams sisters, like, "Oh, you've gone through some things, but not as bad
3: as me." Because I had to. Eat. Ugh. What? Ugh. Can't you just mind your business and eat your food? Ugh. But yeah, but shifting focus from the negative to the positive, <laughs> we have badass of the week. So our nominees yeah. for this week were Judge Brown Jackson. For obvious reasons, she's eminently qualified. She has sat through this with the. Uh, I, it couldn't be me. I mean, it couldn't be me because I don't want to be a judge. I'm sorry to my mom if she ever listens to this, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she's had. She, such, she, she's just she's been a rock, and let's be clear, she should not have to be, but. Mm-hmm. So, this is America so she's nominee number one number two is the black women of the house of representatives for having her back Literally. Black women row um, number three is the grammys for banning Kanye West which is, <laughs> so it cracks me up
2: I love that one <laughs> and then the final nominee was
3: you know for revoking the sponsorship of a Russian swimmer after he appeared at a pro-Russian rally um, and they gave us sponsorship money to Ukrainian refugees, which is a pretty baller move. Yeah. Pretty that baller move. Pretty badass. That is pretty, badass. Yeah. That is pretty winner, badass. The winner, hands down, and because she deserves to be, is obviously Judge Brown Jackson. She came in with 96% of the vote. Hell yeah!
2: Yes. And she came in knowing her stuff. She came in prim and proper, didn't break a sweat, didn't get angry. She was sarcastic with uh, Raphael. said, Raphael, we went to the same... She said, Senator, we we were in the same graduating class. She got all the accolades and all the praise. And I appreciate Amy Klobuchar for reading the letter from Ted Cruz, former boss, and recommendation for Contagy um, uh, Brown Jackson, Judge Brown Jackson. And she read that shit right in front and smiled at Lindsey Graham. And I, I appreciate Judge Brown, her family. Smiled <laughs> at
3: Lindsey Graham. <laughs>
2: Amy Klobuchar's shade game is
3: just
0: peak. <laughs> yes. You know what?
3: She's gold. From the from the moment that she said, Joe Biden needs to pick a Black woman as his running mate, from that moment, I, I don't know. Something about, like, I just, I'm like, is there something that I wasn't seeing before? I don't know, but yeah, Amy's a real one.
4: She got me in that moment too. Lord.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Before I was like, Okay, you
3: know, right, right. I was like,
4: yeah, yeah, you know,
3: a salad fork, <laughs> but yeah, um, so that was our salad fork. That. <laughs> <laughs> but that was our okay. Ass and badass of the week. So, of the there. week Lindsey Graham, badass, Judge Brown Jackson,
2: richly Ooh. deserved to both.
3: <laughs> yes,
2: yes, awesome. Yes, <laughs> so I guess that is it for our show thank you for tuning into the episode you can catch it on all your podcast format you can be, become a patreon how you can do that just go to patreon.com type it unapologetically she and find us there's different tiers you can start up with the five dollar tier then there's other tiers you know to start up because you know everybody you know it's penny pinching these days but if you want to <laughs> support keep supporting us subscribe to the patreon and thank you to our lovely co hosts We got Sarah, Katie, Eliane, or let's say in import, uh, Spanish, Elian, well, I like it when you say so, Eliane. <laughs> and I, Shantae, a.k.a. TV. Thank you so much. Have a great one. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane.
0: I'm
5: Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie.
0: Make sure to stay tuned for next week when we will be discussing our next shot and chaser misinformation war room, our read receipts, and our bitch ass and badass of the week. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T H E E Joyful She. Again, at the T H E E Joyful She. We'll see you online.